vegan. What's up, what's up, people? Welcome to another episode of I Am Negan, a TWD Universe podcast. My name is Adam Vale. I'm an editor over at The Coalition. That's with a K.com. Tonight, I'm joined by Editor-in-Chief Richard Bailey Jr. What's up, Rich? What's up, listeners? And Throwdowns, Carlos Romero. What's up, Carlos? Yo, yo, yo. What's going on? Uh, what's going on is we are back. This one is... Um, Walking Dead season 11 episode 12 the lucky ones uh, I think Rich has some words to say when we get into this because uh, he didn't feel so lucky he did not feel so lucky <laughs> um, but real quick thanks again for everybody for the support over on Spotify iTunes YouTube over at the coalition also I mean people really they're coming out people are coming out for certain episodes which is understandable because this is the final season and the last episode was kind of whack this one it's in the middle ground middle ground and and we should expect this some filler some filler we got what 20 something episodes so it, it's understandable there's going to be some especially this one if somebody just like the last one was to tune in, it doesn't really feel much like a Walking Dead at, at, at this juncture, but uh, we'll, we'll get into it. So again, people, this is a spoiler, not a preview. So if you have not watched it, you can go to AMC Plus right now and watch this episode. It is available on their service. If not, you could just wait till Sunday. It's going to air and then you're all good. But, but without further ado, let's just jump into it. All right, uh, Rich. What did you, right off the bat, what you you had some words. What was your issue with uh, this episode? Well, I in my opinion, there's one positive and one negative of this episode. The positive is that you finally got an answer to who Eugene was talking to all this time, and I like how they tied that she was related to our other character in the show, uh, our soldier. I can't think Mercer. of his name right now. There you go, Mercer. Because yeah. I'm not looking at I'm not looking yeah, at yeah. names. Oh right yeah, now. yeah, that was Mercer's sister. So yeah, her name is Max. So, that was the one that had the knife at her throat during the the banquet. Yes. That's yeah. So we we see that uh, she is the one, and that whole part just pissed me off. Out of oh really? Episode, I oh. think that was the weakest story that they can well, tell right now. Well, I, well, I mean, I, I was just going to say that that gave me some context as to why they had those two storylines in the previous episode, because that was the connection that his sister is a part of this. But the last point that I will make before we get to the other thoughts is the reason why I did not like the episode is because pretty much this episode was about them going to Hilltop and seeing how things are at Hilltop to try and convince Maggie and the others to join. My issue with that is that you saw in this episode a couple times there were there were walkers that were attacking and you know you visibly saw the difference between when the soldiers take out the walkers and when our group of heroes, the ragtag group of heroes take out the uh walkers. So you can clearly see that the soldiers have an advantage, better weaponry, so on and so forth. They have the but, wrong weapons, and I'll get into that too. This well, whole well, thing. Well, well, they, they do have the wrong weapons. I, I agree, you know, because it's a lot louder. You can't mm -hmm. take out the, the, the walkers. But this is what my issue is, is that we already know that the Commonwealth has another agenda. We already know that their goal is to get the hilltop and get everybody to basically come to Commonwealth. 
So I felt that they should have been trying to bring lead the walkers to the hilltop to force them to say, okay, you know what? I see that you're helping us. Obviously, we're not equipped to handle this. Maybe we just need to come with you guys and call it a day. But instead, they're just standing there observing the walkers coming there when they could have been the ones leading the walkers into that territory to, to force them to leave. So yeah, yeah. that's that's my complaint. But, but other than that, yeah, that's that's pretty much what I thought about the episode. Okay. Well, that's why I asked you first, because uh, there's three <laughs> stories that happen. There's three storylines within this episode, and the one that pissed you off the most is the one we're going to jump into first, then. That's the <laughs> Eugene and Max and Steph, that whole thing. And then after that, we'll do the, the a quick for Ezekiel and Carol, because that was pretty short. And then the, the heart of this episode, as you said, is the whole thing going on with Maggie and then with the, the governor and all that. So, yeah, this whole way of explaining with the staff situation and the swerve and all that, I did not like at all. It did not make sense. When they do the whole little montage of uh, Steph explaining to Eugene, oh, what happened was I found parts of a radio and with some love, oh, some you fixed the radio. Then you, you were able to connect and then that's how you heard him on the radio and sort of talk and built a relationship and this whole thing. And then eventually they found out there was some transmissions going back and forth. And then that's where we get introduced that Mercer is involved and that's his sister. And we're like, oh, okay. And he was like, you better hope Hornsby doesn't find out it's you. And it, well, sure enough, he does. And then they do the swerve. It was like, well, he's never met you, so we're going to replace you with our undercover agent. And that's why she looks like you. And it's, it was kind of silly. Because then it's like, all right, once the ruse is over, as you, we also saw, she was always there. It was almost like The Ring. If you remember the movie The Ring, where when you're like the creepy girl was always in all the images, but no one noticed. She was in the photos in the background. It's like the same thing. It's like, oh, she was there. Max was there when everyone loves ice cream in this damn show. We're always talking about ice cream. That could be a drinking game of how often <laughs> they talk about damn ice cream on this show. But um, she was there with the ice cream parlor. And then we see that there was a scene where he, uh, oh, Eugene asked, oh, uh, do they have Rocky Road? And that whole thing. It's like, there's a lot of that. And I just, I, it didn't work for me. It didn't feel like one of those moments, like I, with the ring, where it's like, oh man, I should have noticed that. Oh, we saw this. And, oh man, no, no, none of this felt right and didn't feel natural. And it's like, all right, so everybody was in on the rouge, all the other people, because Eugene and and the fake Steph, they were walking around together. They were hanging out. They were getting, like you saw, like I mentioned, the ice cream stuff. No one ever said, who are you? Are you also new? You know what I mean? That's Because like, clearly Steph is not a real person. And the person that was playing Steph was pay playing a fake person. So it, it, it that didn't make any sense to me. That did not make any sense. And now that the cat's out the bag, everything's back to normal. It's like, okay, well... Uh, the undercover agent is gone. No one's questioning it. That means everybody was lying at the radio station. Because remember, Eugene went to her job to see how she was doing. And that dude was like, oh, she didn't come to work today. Well, then you're not really working either because this whole radio station thing is fake. None of it is real. And then that goes back to last season when they did that whole running into the radio station segment. Remember, we have to get to the radio. Is that all fake too? What was the point of that? Yeah, I, I feel like it's... It's like their way. It's a really weird way for them to sort of shoe in the real Stephanie. It's like, like okay, we got to bring her in, and her thing is she 
she realized that she fucked up because Mercer found out and she had to pretend like she didn't see that there was a a, a copycat. Yeah, but and then she didn't get punished. I, she never. I thought at first. Well, that, well, and that's and that's the thing. Did she? Did did anyone other than Mercer find out? Because why? How, why was she like, quote unquote, like scared for her life? You know, essentially because she she should have said something in the beginning to Eugene if if this was the case. But it felt like she was scared to say anything. She even ran away from him when yeah. when they you know uh, yeah. when he asked her like when he asked her if that's Rocky Road or I, I think that's the question he yeah, asked yeah. her. Uh-huh. And that's what I don't get because she didn't get punished because that's one of the things Mercer had said. He's like, hey, if they find out, you're going to get in trouble. This is going to mess it up for both of us. Whole thing. Well, uh, clearly he found out, Hornsby found out, and nothing happened. They just told her to keep a low profile. She wasn't locked away, as we sort of assumed because she just popped up right at the end of that last episode. So we assumed now that the rouge is over, she's out of her cell or whatever. No, she was always there. She was just told to keep a distance, and that's it. It, it, it didn't do it for me. It really didn't do it for me, and I, I didn't like it. Because then, as we get further into it, she sort of flips the script and now blames him for everything. That also upset me. Yeah. You know, so, uh, yeah, that, so we find out that's the whole thing. Her name is Max. There's never been a Steph. It's all fake. That was her fake name that she used over the radio, which is fine. People do that, right? Fake handles. Makes sense. Protect yourself. But, uh, yeah, Hornsby knew, but I don't think the governor knew. And that's the other thing. I don't think at, at any point the governor knew that this whole little side thing was happening. Because this, again, it seems like this is all Hornsby trying to figure out, which leads into the, the meat and potatoes of this episode. What's going on with Alexandria and how he can worm his way in? Because his whole point is not just to, to get close with them and to know their ins and outs, but he's sort of to manipulate because he wants to be the, the, the leader of those three locations, which we'll talk about when we get to that part. So that it sort of makes sense of why he's going about doing all this with Eugene. But then even when Eugene does get with Rosita and they start talking and he's like crying all about it. Like, oh, I didn't really know her and she wasn't who she said he was. He was very vague about everything because of what we heard in the last episode that Hornsby said, even if you try to tell people this story about this whole big spy and Rouge, no one's going to believe you. Because you signed this disclaimer that you were under distress, that's why you were hunting down, was it Roman or whatever his name was, I think it was the, the, the plumber, and breaking into his place. Which I think that they were followed. I think that, that at the end of the day, that was, that was my theory, because there was no way that lady, the old lady, saw them do anything suspicious. So I think they were followed the entire time. They were hoping he would do something dumb, and he did. And so that way they can catch him to sign this, this document. And put him in that predicament. So I don't know. That it didn't work for me. What about you, Rich? This all made sense to you. This uh, with the Max and staff and the spies and. Uh, no. Uh, I do want to give a shout out to one of our listeners, Robert Silva, because he sent me a tweet earlier today saying that he predicted that Stephanie was going to end up being the governor's assistant. And not who she said that she is. So, uh, oh, interesting. I'd say that's a good catch. Yeah, that's a good catch because that, that's not how it went down in the comics. So, someone, <laughs> someone can't well, just and, say, "Well, that was in the comic." No, it wasn't. And, and but I, oh no, I'll the, go ahead, Rich. 
No, I was just going to say, though, I do agree with what you said, though, Adam. Uh, I didn't really understand why she was angry at uh, uh, Eugene. They had that little awkward exchange towards the end of the episode. Like, she's mad because he didn't... Obviously, you've been talking to somebody who you didn't know who they were. And you you, got, you get caught off guard as to who the person actually is. I would think that, the react, that he had the correct reaction. He should question stuff. So... I don't understand why she was angry because of his reaction to her. Yeah, because uh, when he finds out, when they continued off from the last episode, he's upset. He was like, everyone's been lying to me here. You're lying yeah. to me. All this stuff is lying to me. You know, you're not even staff. You said your name is Max. What? what I don't believe that. He just flipped out and he left. But then toward the end of that, uh, there his whole segment, he does come back to, he knows where she lives. He goes to her apartment. He apologizes. And she turns it on him. She's like, how did you not know it wasn't me? With all, the time, with all the time we spent and all the conversations we had and you couldn't tell and he was like well he gives his whole, you know his long uh, explanation for everything but it boils down to he's always being rejected and she was the one person that wasn't rejecting him so why was he going to turn that down mm-hmm. and uh, as we see they were engaging in coitus so that was something that uh, he was looking forward to and he was happy he had a relationship which he never really had remember he tried to get Rosita way way back and that didn't pan out exactly and, but I will say this though I I did see their attempt to try and bring the story full circle because we remember Eugene lied in the past mm-hmm. about what it, what his oh, job yeah. is or oh, what yeah. he did so they tried to bring that full circle with this with this whole thing happening to him yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a weird catfish situation. <laughs> this whole thing—that's <laughs> what I saw, right? That's what, that's what tells you. But then, so she makes him feel guilty, and then he's about to leave, and then she was like, "You even let her read your your." Uh, I was gonna say it was a manuscript, but it's not. He's writing like a fictional it's noir. A, it's a novel. Yeah, it's a novel. And uh, I didn't catch that part in the last episode. Like, really? Out of all things you can talk about with all experiences of, like, cannibals and, and whispers, these are stories you can tell. You want to make up some shit? You have plenty of content for legit story. My life, Eugene, on the road after the, 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 after the fall. By you know the way, I mean? yeah, uh, her making Eugene feel, like, feel guilty because of that, I'm like, oh, that shit hit hit home. Oh, I think, I think everyone's gone through that. Yeah, kind oh, of every, thing. everybody, yeah, everybody's had that kill. So wait, wait, what? Wait, how, wait, how do we flip this? Wait, wait I'm the bad guy. Now <laughs> just I... turn the tables on him. Exactly. But then, uh, then she starts talking about the certain characters and did you do this, do that, and then it's sort of just hinting that they can fix because that's what he wants to do. He wants to fix a relationship. But she's like, I don't know if we can. And it's like it should be the other way. You need to fix this. You set him up. You knew this was happening. You saw it. You could have given him a note, slipped something in. That would have been a little more interesting if during that montage they could have had something where she said, hey, I was giving you hints all the time. I was there. I was the one that bumped into you and said, hey, there's a, you know, little things. I don't know. Slipped a note. Maybe he didn't see it. Maybe she put the note underneath his ice cream cup and he didn't pick something to show. That would have been that would have been a way better. I mean, it still can happen. Who knows? But that would have been a better way for her to sort of include herself into the story. It's like she was always there guiding the way for him to figure this out. Exactly. Yeah. And then, no, that's not what happened. She was just living her life. She was living her life and just moved on from it. 
So, yeah, that, that whole part really upset me. I did not like it. I didn't like this whole little switcheroo that they were putting in, and it, it does nothing for me. Because then, again, with all the people, because they've been there for months now. Remember, we saw before that time. It's been like, what, six months or something like that. They've been a good amount of time. That's pretty long for someone to stay undercover and no one else notice that there's a, two new people because she's technically new when she's under a disguise. She's not Stephanie because there is no Stephanie. So it's not like, oh, well, she was making believe she was Stephanie. No, that's Max. So she was never a real person that she was portraying. It, it just, it throws a lot of holes. A lot of holes. So anyway, that uh, clearly Mercer knows. Okay? Because remember when they locked them up, they were both going to get in trouble last season. And they were both going to jail. It was like, oh, you're going down for this and this whole thing. So he clearly knows because he would have said, hey, by the way, who are you? You're also a spy. I don't know you. It's like, oh, no, no, no. Well, well, and and I, I guess I haven't real like paid attention to the, you know, to the body language and to like between uh, Mercer and Eugene. But obviously, like you mentioned, Mercer knows that Eugene is the one that was talking to his sister. Uh-huh. And and maybe maybe, he, you know, I don't know if he's treating them, you know, badly or if he's treating them nice. I, I, I haven't really paid attention to that. But it'd be interesting to see how it, it has been. And obviously Mercer is someone, you know, we, we look at and he's like, yeah, th- he's he's. He's an ideal good guy in this story. Yeah. So and it, it's getting there. We're, we're getting to that because he opens up a little more toward the end of this episode to a with Daryl. All right. So then that's it. That's all we got from those two. And then uh, the next one is Carol and Ezekiel. So Ezekiel, we see uh, now at the doctor's office, and uh, the doctor says, "Hey, we're going to do surgery. We're going to take that tumor out of your neck." It's like what? I thought it was on the list. Yeah, well, you just made the top of this list. Congrats. You know, and Jerry is over the moon. He's with him, and he's like, oh, this is great. And he's like, oh, but how? It's like, who cares how it's happening? You know, maybe something messed up on the list. He's all feeling guilty about it. And uh, later on, we're back at his place, and he's trying to cook, and there's a knock at the door. Carol comes in, and the first thing she says is like, oh, so how did your doctor appointment go? So he clearly now knows she did something. He's like, what did you do? He's like, well, nothing. He's like, you know, Hornsby owed me a favor. And he's like, oh, that's not fair. There's so many other people on the list. You, you see people in the hospital. They deserve it. It's like, come on now. The, the system is corrupt. It's it's always been. And I, maybe not corrupt. Maybe corrupt's not the right word. But it's rigged. I, that's a better one. It's rigged. Everybody knows that. We see that everywhere, even with jobs. When they're like, oh, there's only one opening. And next, you know, you, you have a, uh, someone that you see gets the position and find out that there's like a, there, an inside thing. It was like a boss's son or, or a relative or something. Like, oh, what? How did that happen? How are they qualified? They're qualified because they're related in some way. They're connected. Like Chris Rock said, he's like, 80% of people get jobs from someone they know. And the same thing. Yeah. yeah, and it's the same thing with these type of lists. And she even brings it up. She was like, "You think if it was someone connected to, uh, uh, to Pamela, the, the the governor, that they would be at the bottom of the list? No, they put on the top." And she said, "You're important. You're special, not just to me, but to others. And there's people that are not as, as worthy who do get the benefits, you know. But we need you. We need you now, and I want to make sure you stay alive." And then he sort of agrees to that. Yeah, it makes sense. And it's true. It does make sense. It's 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 tons of shit like that. So 
I was I was kind of nervous when he started getting that whole righteous oh no I can't do this this is not right because I was like oh great now he's going to go back and, and say you know what I'm not doing it and give my appointment to the next door neighbor guy or somebody you know they were going to introduce someone else and so you know you're I getting it I still kind of feel like it's going to be like that. It's It was really weird the way he went into surgery. It's like, okay, like, we're going to get a, what is it, pizza. And then it's like, all right, but you're going to be eating jello. It's uh, I was like, going to tell Tony over. I thought I was going to do a recording and send it because what did he say? He said, I don't make sure there's no pineapple on my pizza. He said, that's just not right. <laughs> <laughs> it's just not right. And it's true. Pineapple has no place on pizza. Sorry. I agree. Yeah. So, uh, Rich, what do you have? Uh, do you oh, have a real quick, comment on this he brought up, They brought up ice cream again. He's like, yeah, we'll have pizza and ice cream. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, Rich, what did you think of that whole thing? Wait. <clears throat> Which scene are you talking about specifically? This is uh, the Eugene and Carol with their whole segment on this episode. Oh, no, Ezekiel. I mean, sorry. Yeah, sorry. Oh, Ezekiel. yeah, with Ezekiel. Ezekiel. Yeah. Well, I also I also question his reaction when he found out that Carol had helped. I mean, does he just want to die? You don't want to uh, have an opportunity to try to get the surgery and and uh, you know get on the road to recovery. I, I I mean I understand he's thinking about all the other people that are also in the hospital as well, and they also need to be taken care of. But just for a minute, you know, you see that Carol. Your former woman cares about you. Just let her, uh, if she's trying to help you, just let her help you. Don't worry about the cost. See, see, and you bring up a good point right there. Former woman. And she said, he owes me a favor. And my thing was, I was like, <laughs> woman, what are you doing with this guy? What, what kind of, what, kind of <laughs> wait, what services are you providing that got me bumped to the top of the list? Please don't tell me it's what I think it is. You know, but uh, he doesn't even ask. He doesn't even ask. Which is odd, because, yeah, it's like they weren't officially married, but they were playing as a married couple back at the kingdom. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they adopted a kid. They adopted a kid and that whole thing. And, and I still I still feel like they're going to have that happy ending. I think that's going to be a thing. I think they're going to be together. Oh, wait a second. Oh, you, you, oh, you, sure, you, 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 you sure about that? You sure he won't die in the surgery? I, I, oh, that I'm would be, a, I'm that a would rich. That would be lame yeah. if he dies Not, in maybe. surgery. Maybe not in the surgery, but he uh, Ezekiel gives me death vibes like crazy. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I could. I think it's possible. <laughs> oh, oh, bless you. Oh, bless me. Thanks. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. The, yeah. The, me, the, this, this is the Walking Dead, so everybody won't have a happy ending. We we know that for sure. I mean, it's mm-hmm. amazing that in some ways this is a happy ending for Carol because she didn't make it this far. At least in the story, they had no plans for her. The writers they were like oh she was just going to be a one and done remember she came in as a yeah the wife that was being abused and all thing but they loved her acting and they like you know what we're going to keep you around so it worked out and with ezekiel his his story ended it, it ends not toward the end but it, it it does end in in the comics but it still continues on and i only bring that up because they they do like him and they like the character and i was and so why end it in something Eh, not meaningful, but just not in a, a fashion that we would accept. It's like, oh, he died during the surgery. It's like, really? Out of all the things going on here in this time with the craziness, this is how you, you take out one of our main characters. Mm-hmm. You know, under the knife, things go wrong. I mean, it happens in real life, but uh, 
it just doesn't feel right to happen here in this universe. Especially not Yukimo's brother. Right? He can't mess up anything. I told you, that's why I need to be a baker. <laughs> I'm not that good. I'm rusty. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. And it makes me wonder also, who is the surgeon before? Because they just instantly threw him in that role. Like, man, well, now we know the cat's out the bed. We know you're a surgeon, so you're going to start doing surgeries. Did they not have a surgeon before? Yeah, they... I mean, they probably did. I wonder if he's someone that died, that turned, or that... He's not Baker. They... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. But, yeah, I, I just hope for the best. I, I, I like Ezekiel. I like the whole thing that, that's going on with him. And and with the Carol, it still amazes me. You know, every time I see her, that she's still around on this show. And she's still uh, the, the character she's developed into. Remember from the prison and training the kids how to use guns and all this stuff. And I'm like, that's awesome. When did you learn how to use guns? <laughs> you know, but you know what? I'm not even questioning it. I'm going with it. I like it. It was cool. All right. So the meat and potatoes of this episode. That is what's going on with uh, Alexandria and Hilltop and um, um Oh my god, it's not Riverside. Is it Riverside? Oceanside. 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 I, I, yeah, Oceanside. So, we see that uh, Governor Milton, Hornsby, and the entourage, all the soldiers, uh, along with our boy Daryl, are all headed over to um, Alexandria. And Aaron is now running Alexandria, and he's worked out a deal with Hornsby. He wants to be part of it. Because the gist of it is Hornsby wants to bring in Alexandria, wants to bring in Oceanside and Hilltop and use them for resources and other things. But his main goal is he wants to be the overseer. He wants to be like a mayor, I guess, because you got the governor and then you have the smaller areas, counties. He wants to be the mayor. He wants to be in control of those parts. That's what he wants to get out of it. So it doesn't matter. Aaron is happy that these people have been coming over, fixing things up, helping out. They they see the benefits of everything that's going on. You got Daryl who's coming over and says, hey, we don't fully trust them, but things are pretty good there. You know, and I think it was Aaron even said, or I think it was like, hey, they got 50,000 people when he was talking to, to Maggie. He's like, maybe like 49.9 of them are great. So it's, it's not that bad. But she's on the fence and the whole thing. And we really see that Milton... Governor Milton really wants Oceanside. Like, that's what she wants. You see her at the little beachside. It just... Because they don't have that. That's the one thing they don't have at the Commonwealth. They and want a resort. They want a resort. You know? And that... that there was a resort in, in part of all of this in the comics. They did have a resort. And she wants a resort. But what they're not telling everybody, and I was really surprised because I thought this was going to be the reason why Maggie held off, but they, she doesn't, is that they go based off of that class system. She sort of hints at it when they have their one-on-one discussion with Maggie and before I even jump the gun. And then I went jump the gun. So Aaron is on, on board with Lance. With Hornsby. They're on board. Uh, they head over to Oceanside, and that's where we see Milton sitting on the beach. She's enjoying everything. But then there, the, the, the woman that's in charge of that group says, hey, we're all on board also, but Maggie doesn't want to join. And this is news to Milton. She was like, wait, I, I, didn't, I thought everybody was cool. I thought that's why I was here, to just you know make it official, shake hands, you know, do that whole thing. 
shake hands, kiss babies. Yeah, shake hands, kiss babies. Uh, you know, do all that. But no, she was like, no, no. And so they were like, listen, we want to join up, but we have this whole relationship going on with all the other groups, especially with Hilltop. So no, we're not gonna, we're not gonna do it. You know, if you can get her on board, then we're all in. So then they were like, all right, we're gonna figure this out. And uh, they head over the hilltop, of course, as they're on the route there. We see uh, Maggie's out there with, I forgot who it was that was with her. Was it um, uh, Alpha's daughter? I think Alpha's daughter was with her. But, L- Lydia. Uh, Lydia. I think Lily, Lydia was with her. And they were killing some uh, walkers on the road. She sees her and they start talking. And they said, you know what, let's just, we're going to just have one on one. Can we just go out there? No entourage or anything. So they go walking off. They start talking about life. And this is the part that they hint at the, well, at least Milton hints at it. And she was like, oh, well, it's a, it's a give or take. We give something, we get something, we'll give you, throw you into our, our whole Commonwealth system. You get resources. And then we get to use some of your resources, you know, from the things that they supply and in the space. And then, of course, Oceanside and all that stuff. And, she doesn't bring up how things work. Like, oh, by the way, everybody at the Oceanside, they're all going to be just like in a resort. Like if you went to like Bermuda or something, that's it. That we're going to make them work these uh, hotels that we plan on building and doing, you know what I mean? They all know. inclusive. Exactly. You know, and uh, she doesn't bring that up. And uh, I thought this would have been that time to, to mention it because then that would make more sense of why Maggie turns the deal down. Because she eventually does turn it down. But that's not the reason. So before I go any further, just the meeting alone, Carlos, what did you think of that? Did did this feel genuine? Did you think? Do you think that Milton has good intentions? We know Hornsby doesn't. But do you think Milton does? Uh, For, yes, but for only for her people. I don't think she cares about anyone else. Uh, I think she's just looking uh, into, like, what's going to make her position more powerful that's why she's skeptical of hornsby because hornsby is trying to and you mentioned like kind of like a mayor i think he's trying to be like the the governor of the outside oh yeah and she sees she sees him as a threat if he is able to get all of these three that's why he's so helping into getting these like territories into their into their control because he he adds more of his power to him and more of his influence and uh and the governor is just you know I think it's just motivated by, you know, also by increasing, but not at the expense of her of her um, power. But uh, yeah, this was just a sort of like a classic try to feel them up episode where it's like, uh, I, like, what do you what, what's your motivation? What are you trying to do? And honestly, the one that I struggle the most with understanding is Maggie. We don't really know her motivations. I didn't even know she was a went back to Hilltop after Alexandria. Yeah, yeah. Well, they, they didn't really go too much into it, but she wanted to, I guess, fix things up, and it's been pretty run down and abandoned after mm-hmm. everything fell, which, man, I would say happened a few years or a year or so because, remember, she left, and then she started a new group. So uh, I guess they just had to speed things up. And they, they sort of did. There was six months or something like that that we know from the Commonwealth. So we just have to assume that during that time, these are the other things that were happening. Yeah, it was six months because then that's when we saw the part with the suit, which is still not what we saw here. That still hasn't happened. So when we saw in the first, uh, for this, when uh, 
one second. Well, the second part, the two of the three is how they're describing it. When this season started, this part of it, and we saw that nice little transition and it moving to the right, to the from the left to the right, and it said six months later, that type of thing. And then we see um, Daryl in the, the military uniform and, and saying, come on, Maggie, we got to do this. Da, 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 da. I thought that was going to happen in this episode. I was like, oh, this makes sense. But no, that didn't happen. So we know it, it, another issue is going to happen. They're going to have another standoff. Because uh, because that didn't happen here. When he shows up, he's in plain clothes. And that was one of the things Mercer, when they did have their little heart-to-heart, while Maggie and, and uh, the governor are having their thing, he's saying, he's like, yeah, this is great. You, know, you see, you guys, you had good people. And he was like, yeah, well, you know, your commonwealth is pretty good. He's like, yeah, but it's not that good. Don't put your guard down. And remember, the only reason why you're in plain clothes is because we figured it'd look better if you showed up for your people as opposed to coming up in uh, your your armor. You know, so because uh, I guess he's in. He's in. He's in. Uh, he's in their little old military force. We definitely know uh, the other one is Rosita. She's in it because we saw her kicking down doors and doing the whole thing. But uh, he's definitely in. And then toward their the end of their little part. When they all had to fall in line to head back to the Commonwealth, you see, he just like walks behind them, plain clothes, like, all right, let's go. And I think that was another thing that turned off Maggie. Because she knew, she was like, it's a give or take. And a part of her, she sees the benefits, and but then she also appreciates the freedom that she has and the freedom that the people have they can make their own decisions she does not like the fact that there would be a ruler over them and uh, that's a problem and she even said like oh you know you have wear fancy clothes and you have your own little ride as opposed to everybody else and she's like yeah but I do a different job and as much as Maggie wants to make it seem like it's different there's always going to be someone who wants to step up as a ruler that's just the way it is. It's always going to be somebody who wants to be a boss. It's, and sometimes you need that. You need it. Lord of the Flies. You need guidance. You need someone to do that or else everyone is lost. So whether it's good or bad, that's just how it is. Like Maggie's trying to play both sides. I'm in charge, but then I'm one of you guys. I'm the, the common man. But uh, that's not how it works. Right now it seems to be working, but there's always going to be somebody that's like, you know what? I can do your job better. Yeah, I and and like I mentioned, I I feel like Maggie's the hardest one to comprehend, which is ironic because she's the one that we known the the most out of the, uh, the sort of the leaders of of these groups. Um, I I'm just is is she just being stubborn? Does she have something in mind? Like does she see through them and and know their intention and their intentions are bad? I I really can't tell. Um, I yeah, think, I, I think she likes the. I personally think she likes having the control. She likes to be in control. And she doesn't mm-hmm. want to give that up because she knows once she's done, that's to give or take. Then when they show that one scene where they're fighting, I don't know where all these walkers are coming from. That's the other thing that throws me off. There's always tons of walkers. Like, real quick, there was that one part where they're at the Alexandria. Was it Alexandria? Yeah, it was at Alexandria because Aaron was yes. there. And then one just starts walking right outside the house. Like, Oh, there's a breach. Really? Like, how? You just fixed up the walls in, in the last episode talking about it. And then now there's just one just walking around like, oh. And then Daryl goes out and puts it down. It's like, okay, that's whatever. And then that one part with Maggie, when she was having a heart-to-heart with the governor, Maggie throws a knife to kill a walker because two were approaching. 
and then Milton shoots with her a rifle. It's like, that makes so much noise. That's not yeah. a good idea. Like, I tell her that. Or and even, they're wasting ammunition. They're wasting ammo. Yeah, well, who's making this ammo? Uh, do you have Eugene doing that? Uh, is he is he back to doing uh, the ammo stuff? Uh, I don't know. Oh, that would be interesting. Yeah, we don't have we don't see that in this one. We saw it in earlier ones, but we don't see him if that's his job. We know he's doing something for them because everybody has a job. Uh, and then with when uh, the soldiers, when again there's like a bunch of walkers are approaching. You have our group over there just fighting, doing with their stuff with the knives and all that stuff. Mercer does have a sword, and he gets a cool little slicing with a rollover, and it's pretty cool. But then he's like, all right, fire, and everybody just, uh, his soldiers just line up and just take all the walkers down. And Zach, that's it. And then you see they, the camera pans over to Maggie, and she has like a weird look on her face. And it, I think it's a look of concern that if they don't fall in line, What's stopping these soldiers from one day showing up and just putting them down like that? Yeah, and that's and that's also like a good concern to have. That's understandable knowing the characters. It's just, you know, she gives a power. Does is the person in power someone she could trust? Is, is she a Rick? Is she the? Remember the I forgot the name of the original leader of Alexandria, but they obviously trusted her. Oh, the governor. Uh, well, that was it. I mean, uh, the mayor. The mayor. And uh, they had sort of brought it up because it turns out the governor knows that one because she was a mayor. And she's like, oh, I knew her. You knew her? He's like, oh, yeah, yeah. She took us in. She built Alexandria. We were here, and she opened up the door with us when we were coming across nothing but horrible people (laughs) for a few seasons. She (laughs) she helped them out. And that's another thing. When there was a part, I think it was with Daryl. Was it Daryl and and Hornsby when they were talking? And I was like, oh, uh, or Mercer. I think it was Mercer. And he's like, oh, so... uh, uh, were you like the leader of this group? And he was like, yeah, I guess I was one of them. It, I, perfect timing. Well, let's talk about Rick, the cop, and let's talk about Michonne. Uh, no, they don't They don't want to plant those seeds because I get it. They want to make it seem like a surprise. But still, you can't just start off and say, oh, you're one of the leaders and say, no, we had others, but they fell. You know, or something like that. Do something. No. Or even say, oh, did you ever have a... Uh, what kind of a uh, no, and they didn't bring any show some flashbacks of the cannibals the whisperer show like the governor the old governor with the patch like really flat fast flashes and, like, and then just co- go back to him like welcome yeah, to Woodbury yeah yeah we, we had a few few uh, altercations with uh, some Yo, but you, you're mentioning all of these names and we're forgetting the most important name that we don't know where the hell he is is the name oh, of yeah. this show yeah, <laughs> where's Negan yeah he's out there and that's the other thing no mention no mention of him, no mention of all the hardships and things that he put him through and his group. We don't even, it would be great. I would be over the moon if they bring up Megan in some way. And then she says, oh, we had a relationship with them, you know, or something like that. But yeah. we do know they're in a different state. And so that was one of the other things. It's like, we know this is not the same location and they've never ventured the hilltop uh, no the commonwealth folk they've never ventured this far out and milton brings that up too he's like oh, i hope this is worth this trip and this whole thing so but then she sees the beach so does she really care about alexandria no does she care about hilltop no but they she wants that that beachfront and that beachfront won't join unless maggie's all in so they have to take them all so I think she's sort of BSing Maggie with the whole thing of like, oh yeah, I respect this and that. Da, da, da. And she don't care. She wants that oceanside. And Hornsby, when he has that one-on-one with Maggie, 
So it says the same thing. He brings up Oceanside and says, oh, and who knows what's on the other side. If we go, there could be another port, which could lead to another community and maybe another school or a university. And your son can go there. And did, did you ever imagine your son going to freshman, you know, bringing him for freshman year in college? And at that point, I would have like, what's the point of that? We can't rebuild that type of society. He, the, our kid needs to know just like the kids that we're teaching now when Mercer was saying wow these kids are little they weren't frightened or anything when everything was happening he's like yeah because these are road kids they, they they need to know how to survive that's the most important part you can't have that's true. yeah well, you can't have that like oh let's make believe it didn't happen type of thing and just live behind walls like they did in World Beyond or like or like they even did you know in the farm or where they did in the in the jail cell or yeah. Woodbury yeah you can't do it's, it it does or Alexandria yeah and they even mentioned in the, the Alexandria's fell twice already yeah it fell twice you can't do it they need to know the real world and how to defend themselves and learn how to read and write and all those type of things but uh you just I don't see it. I don't see a whole university type setup or everything everything just getting rebuilt that way. It's just no, doesn't make sense. But anyway, he tries to plant those seeds in her head. That things could be better if they do it. But as you mentioned, that doesn't happen. So when it comes down to it, right before they leave, like, all right, so we have a deal? It's like, no, no deal. We're out, we're not doing it. Which was surprising. But the governor was like, Yep, yeah, fine, whatever, let's go. And uh we see some of the other members of Maggie's crew <laughs> packing up their ship. They're like, yeah, we're, we're going too. They're, we're dipping. Yeah, she's like, but why? It's like, because we're done with this. This is your struggles, pretty much. I mean, they they want to have that other life. I'm sure they're hearing about it from Daryl and others because there's, there's other people that eventually go back and forth. They don't bring it up, but that, that was a thing in the comics, and they sort of hinted at it here. There, there was some back and forth with some others. And uh, people would tell the stories of how things are over there. Like, you know, things are good. I have an apartment. I have a job. And this and that. Like a princess type situation. So a lot of people just started leaving. So they sort of, sort of show that off here. Where people are like, hey, Maggie, we're done. Like, but we have something here. No, 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 no. We want something else. That's okay. You could stay here. But we're out. And then this is where it gets critical. This is the, the critical part here. Because right on their way back... Hornsby was like, I'm not giving up. He's telling the governor, I'm going to go back there. I'm going to get this working. And, so, and that's when she calls him out. She's like, I see what you're doing. You know, you're ambitious. You want to control something. I get it. You know, this is what you mm-hmm. want to do. But And she gives him the green light. I was surprised by that. She was like, you know what? Do it on your own time, whatever. But don't let your your commonwealth duties fall behind. Because if they do, then you'll get in trouble for it or whatever. She gives him a threat. And he was like, okay. So, I mean, Rich, what what did you think before we go right toward the end of it? This whole thing going on with Maggie and the governor and Hornsby. Th- does any of this intrigue you? Are you interested or are you just, it just all bored you? Like you weren't impressed with any of this. This is pretty much just the slow build up to the, you know, the conflict that we're all waiting for. Uh, I, I think uh, the issue that I have is that, uh, I don't really see Hornsby or the governor as a threat, and this is supposed to be the final villain that uh, our heroes are going to face. So I, I, I didn't really feel as though, not yet, I don't feel as though they are a real threat compared to some of the villains we've gotten in the past in this same season. I thought that group, that could have been the final villain, but uh, 
Unfortunately, that was not the plan. All of them, yeah. Yep. So, but but I will say, uh, you know, it 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 is totally believable that a lot of people would decide to go with them instead of staying with Maggie, especially after what happened in this episode, when you have these all these attacks and then you have to always be ready to take out walkers when the alarm goes off. That that made sense. So I understand that. But yeah, I, I would appreciate if uh, they accelerate the story a little bit. So let's get to the conflict, the juicy stuff. <laughs> I'm with you, Rich, but I didn't I didn't really dislike this episode as much as Mr. Richard Bailey Jr. But I do see I do see where he's coming from. Um, because they're, it's I guess it's the whole point. We're getting into the big bad of the of the entire show. This is the final season of The Walking Dead proper, and you know, it, it has to pick up at some time. And I guess we're just we're we've just been waiting for, you know, for seasons for this to to happen. Yeah, it's it's gonna be interesting to see where it goes because we definitely know just from that first episode of this uh, mid season break when they did that six months of that. Daryl will come back with a, a whole group of uh, troops to find out what's Maggie's decision. He says, you got to do this. Like, this has to happen. So we'll see where it goes. I thought that at the end of this episode, when we see that uh, um, Hornsby actually goes back toward Hilltop, but he's, like, out in a field, and he shoots off a few rounds of his gun. I was thinking, oh, this is what he's going to do. He's going to shoot out some rounds, get a big herd of walkers, and then just point them toward the Hilltop. That type of thing, which we sort of we've already seen a few seasons back when the Whispers did the same thing, and I was like, "Oh, this is what he's right. into." But that's not what happens here. It's just to get his frustration. Some of them come out of uh, the woods. He starts putting them down, and Aaron shows up. I'm like, "Oh, great, Aaron! <laughs> now you're gonna get put down." <laughs> this is it. I <laughs> but uh, no, Hornsby just tells him. He says, "Oh, guess what? Uh, Pamela's all on uh, Milton. Government. She's all on board. We're gonna go forward anyway." It's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry, we're, we're gonna work it out. We're gonna start a new beginning and this whole big thing. And he's, and then he shoots another Walker, and it's like, oh, so he's lying, but I think it's okay for him to lie now because Milton knows that he's on it and he's gonna do whatever he can to make sure he can at least get Oceanside, and that's really what she wants because she 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 wants that Oceanside. She wants that beachfront. She wants that all inclusive Cancun. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so overall, that was it, people. That was the episode. Um, yeah, uh, like you, Carlos, I didn't completely dislike it, but I, I, I get where they're going. They had to tell the story. The story doesn't really do much for me. The Eugene and Max thing that didn't work for me. This whole reasoning of why Maggie is so defiant about joining the group really doesn't make it. Yes, so she wants power of her own, or she doesn't trust them okay but you see that they're fixing your community they're leaving you alone they do have soldiers yes but if they wanted to take over by force they could have done it already they could have did they could have did it now they could have just showed up and said hey you want to join up no oh guess what do you hear that i hear a bunch of walkers there's no walkers you're right they're not we're just going to shoot you and tell the people at hilltop i mean at the ocean side that uh hilltop was raided by walkers and you died there we go that's how we move on from this. But they didn't do that. That's why I don't think Milton really has that uh, that, uh, that evilness in her. She's not like the governor that we know from season two. She's not going to do that. Because she could, if she wanted to, she could take it by force. She has a military with guns. 
So, but it didn't happen. It doesn't happen. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what's going on. Uh, I think we're definitely if there if we do get Michonne or Rick, that's going to be teased toward the end of this second mid season because that's what they're calling it. at the end of the episode. It's it's a this is a season finale part two of three. So right. I'm assuming that we're definitely going to get... There's no way. I know a lot of people are like, oh, they, they may not do... I, I think there's no way at least one of them has to come back for the final season, if not both. One of them has to come back. Judith needs her parents, man. She needs... I mean, she's living with Daryl, <laughs> yeah. and I don't know if Daryl's the best role model. It's funny, again, no one cares about these kids. We don't even really see a mention of them. We don't see Maggie saying, so how the kids are. No one. I mean, it's where's her kid? I don't think where's it. Herschel? Yeah, exactly. It's like, whatever. It, it's like, uh, it reminds me of um, uh, Everybody Loves Raymond. And uh, if you, the kids were never the focal point. It's a family show, but it was never really about the kids. They were just there. They would open up the door. All right, kids, go to your room, do home. And then that's it. They're gone for the rest of the episode. You know, and they never really focus. And that's the same thing. It's like we need to have kids because that's just part of the storytelling. It's a family, and the same thing here. The kids were a big part at some point, but they're not the focal point now. So what do you do? Well, you can't kill kids off. That's just a no-no in TV land. So out of sight, out of mind. That's it. You know, if anything, they could have just said, hey, we got like this boarding school system going on at Alexandria where all the kids are all together so they can get some education. We have a teacher there, and uh, we figured you know, one place for all makes sense. I don't know. I, I'm adding filler. So I guess this is overthinking it. But we see that at least we saw Judith. She was running around. She got a helmet from one of the soldiers. <laughs> all right, so she, she's all ready to join up. She's ready to fight. And she's ready to fight. But I am looking forward to the next episode. I'm looking forward to all the episodes. Because, it, we again, it's the last season. This is it. The, I want them to go off with a bang. I want this to be a satisfying ending. It's never going to make everyone happy. No ending ever does. Especially you know, series that go long like this one. What, almost almost 12 seasons. It would have been. 12 seasons, if you think about it, but uh, it's only, they're breaking it into these parts and just calling it uh, season 11. It's still long. Look at look at all the other shows that have done this. Uh, with A lot of the Star Trek ones, uh, Next Generation, and a few other ones, I think. I think we still have some other shows. I think that, I never watched it, but I think Grey's Anatomy is close to this length. I mean, they are even surpassed it. I think they're like, some ridiculous amount of 15 seasons. Something like that. I don't know. Anyway, We'll see. I'm hoping for a, a satisfying ending. Uh, that's all. And, and that makes sense. That leads into these spinoffs. So, I guess that's it, folks. So, thanks again for checking this out over on Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, and, of course, over at The Coalition. We also got some interviews with cast members and, and other goodies over at thecoalition.com. So, if you want to go check that out, you can. And we will be back next week for episode 13. So uh, have a good week, everybody, and we'll see you then. Peace. Later.